Hi, Nathaniel. Welcome to Wasteland, an anime podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm I'm shoving in for Dom today. I'm Little Nicky. Uh, I'm, yeah, of course I'm familiar with your work, Little Nicky. Oh, uh, oh, thank you. And it's a thrill and an honor to be invited on to the show. I've never watched, or wait, what? We're talking about anime, right? The, oh, because I you, thought this was an interview for me for Little Nicky. Because Little Nicky has like a a network, a large network of podcasts. I wasn't sure which one I was coming on today. Are uh, you? You're on the basically the Little Nicky. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? I don't I, know what I'm doing. <laughs> you didn't prep me for that, so neither. Hey, I don't know why, but in my notes it just said Little Nick open with Little Nicky impression. That's I mean, all it said in big bold letters for my notes. I mean, I wrote it down. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you can't go wrong. <laughs> I don't know. You can't go wrong with little Nicky impression, I guess. I, you know, I tried out for improv in high school, didn't make it oh, onto the team. I can't, so. I can't see why you're giving me nothing to go on. Uh, but then I, again, I, I kind of <laughs> left you. <laughs> I opened with little fucking Nicky. Who does that? Uh, anyway, this is Wasteland Anime Podcast. I am Dom. That's Nathaniel. We're back again to talk. Uh, I mean, about a bunch of shit. Uh, n- yeah, not limited uh, to little Nikki, but uh, including that as well. So, Nathaniel, it's been a long week. Uh, in 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 our worlds and our lives, is there anything new you want to uh, prep me on, or uh, or or like give me the scoop on? What's up, bro? Anything hot going on in your area? Uh, nothing hot, nothing spicy. Um, haven't, haven't been out much. Haven't been out of the house much in the past week. Um, new, you know, playing video games. Mm, Video games. Any, oh wait, there's like some new news I wanted to talk to you about. I forgot what it was. God damn it. Uh, you keep talking. I mean, I'll figure it out. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of big video game news right now. E3 is happening this weekend. Mm. Um, your beloved Xbox went today. There, yeah, yeah. What did they announce? Did they announce anything big or huge? Did you uh, um, get any scoops? I mean, there were some interesting announcements. Uh, it's getting to the point where it's, you know, because like they bought Bethesda. If you're familiar with them, no, um, what the fuck is that? Bethesda um, and Zenimax. They're but so Bethesda is a game studio and a publishing entity. They publish like Doom, the new Doom mm. games. They own id. They own a bunch of studios. Um, Bethesda themselves, like Bethesda Game Studios, makes um, like Fallout and Elder Scrolls. Okay, stuff like those that. are things I've heard of. All right, um, fair enough. So they showed off some stuff. Xbox, but aside from that, they they've. Xbox has bought like a shit ton of studios in the past couple of years. So their uh, lack of exclusive games or interesting games is starting to change at this point. So, hmm. you know, will I own an Xbox someday? Who knows? But um, yeah, they showed off some uh, the new Halo game, Halo Infinite. Yeah, I had the up like I had some. um some news blurb about that on my phone right before we started recording forgot to check it out i'll check it out later mm. i'm i'm hyped for it i mean i'm gonna buy it regardless yeah um so my guy 
Mm -hmm. We have, I mean, we have a shit ton of anime to go through. Yeah. I mean, if I told you I watched, I don't know, I think 14 episodes of DBZ, but I scaled it back to 12. It was actually Mm -hmm. 12. Uh, Per our uh, discussion last week, we decided to forego all of Dragon Ball, period, for that little uh, video. And I guess we should like drop the video on our uh, Twitter feed. So just people know which one we're talking about. Or if they feel like it, they can just go watch all of Dragon Ball. Uh, Dealer's choice. Uh, so we have that to talk about. We got some DBZ, uh, Tokyo Avengers, My Hero Academia, Megalobox. Uh, I mean, hopefully to your eternity, mm-hmm. if you squeeze that in, I'm not sure. Um, I took it upon myself to finish Paprika, which uh, I can talk a little bit about. Mm-hmm. And I also started a new anime. Uh just because you know, why not? You know, when you when you yeah. love something, you make you find the time, Nathaniel. You find the that's, time. Yeah, it's fine. I I saw what that was on your Twitter. Oh, oh, um, someone's someone's finally keeping up. Huh? Finally, someone's finally uh, checking the old Twitter feed. At a boy, I'm proud of you. Um, but yeah, so I mean, all the things you just listed are all things that I'm prepared to discuss with you about fucking time that's what i'm talking about let's go uh which band-aid are we ripping off first should we do Uh, my hero because uh that seems to be the one week after week that you have the least to talk about well so i say let's let's get that out let's get that out of the way first okay sure my My hero academia plus ultra go beyond all that shit i gotta say i'm missing the Mm. pipes i'm missing the pipes i think i had (laughs) Stockholm syndrome with the pipe, the pipe yard. <laughs> There's a lack of pipes are. in this episode. Here we are in this beautiful city, uh, city nightscape. Eh. And Nathaniel, he's he's wondering, he goes, Where are the pipes? Where are yeah, the fucking pipes? You know what? This is missing pipes. Uh, I I completely disagree with you. Of course, I loved everything we got to see with uh, young Bakugo and Todoroki finally. Well, we didn't even see them finally passing, but um, just we can bypass the entire like two thirds of front part because I feel like the entire uh, episode was just that end piece for Todoroki and Bakugo. And I kind of, I want to take back what I said earlier Mm. where uh, I was like, yo, Todoroki, he hasn't done shit. He's supposed to be the number one hero's son, yada, yada, yada. I feel like they were saving his moment for right now. Like he didn't show out during the, uh, the scrimmage between class 1a and class uh 1b because they knew that when well the writers or the writer knew what they were going to have Todoroki do at the end of that arc you know mm-hmm. what i mean once he got his license he would be in the real world doing shit cuz the only thing that had been holding him back was the fact that he didn't have that license but Todoroki is like one of the goats so i mean that's yeah. my spiel do you have any thoughts or feelings yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I think that, it, yeah, it, pro- it probably would have been a little strange if, like, because his matchup came not right at the end, but it was, like, close. It was, like, yeah, he close was to third. the end. Yeah, so he it, was third. Yeah, I think it would have been weird if he had, like, a big moment then, and then, like, two or three episodes later, he's, like... Again. Again like has this shining. moment. Right. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It, it, it was a really great fight to you know see it but it's like my whole thing is like it's you know what what 
no, I, no, 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 no. Okay. It's, it's just all, all I'm really going to say is just like, this is the, you know, yeah. Like, obviously it's great seeing them out in the world, uh, applying their skills to real world situations with stakes and everything. Whereas we just got like 10 or whatever episodes of that in the pipe true it with among amongst the pipes so amongst the pipes you yes. know why couldn't it have all been like this i don't know i guess they we he really wanted to show us the class b for whatever yeah. reason i mean i have to imagine that there's a method to his madness you know yeah. um you i don't know i you you can't it's all like this f- huge five course meal i imagine and taking out one of the one of the main entrees may take away from the overall feel of what the uh meal may have been mm-hmm. had you had each course that's just i don't know yeah. like nathaniel you are a creator you are someone who creates content mm-hmm. how would you i mean how do you feel when someone comes along and they like start hacking away i know you've uh you've at this time only produced like a short film and in that you've had to make it like concise, you know? Yeah, yeah. But this is someone who's getting to tell a story over long, yeah, no, no, like, no. long I, form. I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's, I, I think an interesting thing about the, you know, stories like these, like these long running manga stories, and then they get adapted to anime. It's like, I, it's what I'm saying. It's, it's not so much of a, it's not really a criticism. It's just, it's just thoughts like, you know, cause like, I imagine when he is he was sitting down and he, he imagined an arc. He's like, oh, you know, I have this idea for an arc. It's class A versus class B. That sounds great, right? And then you actually start going through it step by step and you're like, oh, fuck. Well, I have all of these ideas and I want to try and fit them all. And then it just becomes this long, hmm. really long thing. And it's it's probably a little bit more bearable for readers in like the weekly format, like my hero is published. But when you look at like right. some of these, like, um, like sane and more like sane and style series, like, you know, Vinland saga or berserk or like Jojo part eight, it's like excruciating. Cause it takes like a year for like so little to happen. You know, yeah. you're literally sitting there in a year's time and you're like, fucking holy shit how is this taking this long but it's like in reality things are playing you know in reality the class a versus class b it's like that was an that after- was one day yeah it was like an yeah. afternoon for them so i imagine for the for readers of manga for watchers of anime it's stuff like this it's a lot different when you're able to just sit there and you have it True. all in front of you yeah. So that's all I'm really saying. But yeah, I mean, the the fight in the streets was good. I, w- one interesting thing that happened before that, though, like in the first half of the episode, mm, I, I did th- yeah. I did think it was cool that we f- got more because we did bring that up. Uh, the, Eraser the, head. Well, just the whole uh, like the blank, the one dude oh, okay. yeah, with yeah, the yeah. blanks. Um, Monoma, where yeah. he finally explains uh, what it means to. Uh, obtain a blank quirk where he explained uh with deku and with airy and uh gave a gave a perfect example with fat gum uh they are stockpiling quirks where mm-hmm. uh with one uh it's one for all right or all for one. one for all with one for all uh it's a power stocking quirk 
So even though Monoma copied it, he doesn't have the power within him to like release it. You know, mm-hmm. there's no power that he can stockpile. Same with Ari. She, uh, she regenerates things and she can rewind. She can essentially rewind uh, time around organic and inorganic things. He doesn't have that ability. He can, he grew the horn. Like he can take on the side effects of the quirk, but not the actual quirk itself. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty interesting. But I thought you were going to bring up the fact that um, Eraserhead and President Mike, they were talking uh, about Shinzo. And uh, President Mike was uh, asking if, like, the reason he had, uh, Eraserhead had taken Shinzo under his wing was because he reminded him of, and then I forget the name that they put in there, but it was a name, it was some name. Uh, and Eraserhead just sort of like brush it off. He was just like, shut up. We need to like get over here. So I feel like there's mm. some character in the past, yeah, I, like I, some hero that died or something. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Because I, I definitely remember that scene, but that moment kind of, I guess, didn't stick to me just because I didn't recognize the name. But yeah, that, that right, is interesting. Right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's I mean, what like they keep throwing these little tidbits out like they threw the thing out with uh, uh, one for all uh, earlier where he was like uh, captive, but he was talking shit. And then you have the thing with Hawks working as a double agent uh, infiltrating mm-hmm. the League of Villains. And then you have the Endeavor thing. And now you have this thing with Eraserhead. It's like all these little like stories that they're starting, you know, right yeah it's a good point i mean yeah i mean again it's just interesting to like drop all these like compelling little story mystery beats and then you know we get 10 episodes of the class savers class (laughs) you and the pipes okay but it was nice to finally see bakugo and todoroki out in the world and as you can see uh like they had only had their licenses for 30 minutes and they were already chomping at the bit mm-hmm. to get out there and save everyone. And not only did they do so, but they did so uh, with like minimal damage to the area. Everyone's belonging safe. Uh, they are saving people left and right, even though Bakugo was like shit talking civilians while he was saving them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was still it was dope to see them out in the real world. I don't know. It just seems like how how is it that the heroes in this world right now like they seem they seem so great but then you you see class 1A and they they're children and they're shot out into the world mm. and they're doing like these amazing fucking things. I don't know. I I would need to see I need I would need to see the pro heroes like do some like outlandish shit within the next few episodes because as it stands right now i'm more impressed by class 1a and class 1b just by seeing what they do you know against each other yeah i i definitely agree i mean honestly a more compelling matchup just in theory to me seems like the kids versus like the pro heroes yeah Um, i would definitely pay to see that yeah because yeah, I mean, uh, it's interesting. I don't know exactly what the in-universe explanation for it is, but I mean, you know. Oh, it's simple. Uh, fucking some child um, who has a quirk, he decides that all adults suck, and his power is he can mind control adults. Mm. 
So all the adult pro heroes become uh, villains and the class 1A and class 1B, they're the only ones, of course, who aren't affected. And they are the only ones with the know-how and the power to stop this. So they are then uh, thrust into action against the very uh, mentors who set them upon their path. I can't write this, Nathaniel. Mm. I mean, I'm doing all the work for everyone. Copyright that shit, please. No, it's uh, that's it. uh, I think DC did that uh, once where uh, all the I think all the adult heroes got snapped away into a different universe or some shit. I don't fucking know. Mm. But yeah, that's a very easy in universe story you could tell right there. And I feel like that would be better than whatever movie they have coming out in August. You know, they have a third movie coming out, right? We talked. about. Oh, this. man. When did the last one come out? Uh. La- like oh it came out uh like right before the pandemic uh it mm. came out in uh march because that was the last movie i saw right before lockdown yeah well can't i mean after the second my hero movie can't say i'm anticipating the this next one but um really quick actually speaking of uh anime movies the jujitsu jjk and, yeah. and and that one's probably going to be i haven't read it yet but that is actually based on a prequel that right. the author himself wrote. Right. It's a prequel about one of the characters who has only been mentioned thus far, mm. um, which I think is pretty interesting. It's uh, who's that guy, Toto, or the dude with the top knot type thing? He's always calling Itadori mm. his best friend. Right. Uh, it's It's his friend. It's like some guy who mm. is more powerful than him that this prequel is about yeah so when is when is that supposed to drop though uh this winter i think it's really yeah it's later this year um okay okay so yeah that could be huge it probably will be i mean it's gonna be huge Eh, eh. it's not it's not gonna do uh demon slayer numbers if that's what you're saying there's no no. way i I mean okay saying i i think something i mean because demon slayer is the goat like outdid every like Miyazaki film, you know, like it's, it, that's like an anomaly. I, when I say huge, I just mean like an anomaly. It's great. It's a great movie. What do you mean an anomaly? People, people are hyped for, uh, for what they got to see, you know, an anomaly. How dare you? I mean, to, to blow every Ghibli movie out of the water. I mean, that's like, I, I don't know. Ghibli is niche. No. Yes. Ghibli is niche. Yes. It's beautiful, but it's not for everyone. It is uh, not for everyone. Because, because it takes its time. But, but it's okay. Well, how, how are we measuring what niche means? I mean, what but, I'm saying is like, it's more like Demon Slayer. I, yeah. It's, it's more, for the it's, masses. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's more mainstream, but. Yeah, so it's going to make more... I feel like it's easier for it to make more money than all of the Studio Ghibli films, like, separately. Yeah, but Only- but, but anime films up until the Demon Slayer movie wasn't just niche art films from Japan. I mean, there's there's right? plenty of mainstream yeah. anime films. So I'm yeah, saying even and amongst... Demon Slayer all- shit all... It shit on those two. Yeah, so how is it... How is it not an anomaly? It's not an anomaly because Demon Slayer has the goods to back it up. 
uh, may, may, okay, maybe you just don't like the word anomaly, but I I, st- I hate the word anomaly because you're saying like is anomaly how could inherently this bad because you're I'm not saying, saying how is could it have happened, but like I mean the the my hero movies, I mean like I don't know, like these are mainstream like for the masses products, so. I don't know. I don't. I don't think anomaly is a bad word. I don't know why you're you're offended think, to, to hear well, that. Well, anomaly for me it it presumes a question of like how on earth could this have happened? That's my uh, that's the um, way I take it. I mean, I don't know that I would say how on earth could it have happened. I think it was always going to be big after. Uh, Huge. After after the season after season one aired, but I I even its like most ardent followers I don't think I think were surprised by its success. Oh, we were Nathaniel. We were, we were, we were a little surprised, a little. Okay. But Only. we were also telling everyone what what what. Why do you chuckle? I, I mean, okay, you <laughs> you were a little surprised, but that's it's not enough for it to be. No, no. An anomaly. An anomaly? No, no. If anything, it was uh it was a happy act. Like it was it was it was a nice little uh surprise. You know, it wasn't anything that I was like shocked by, but I was like, thank you. I appreciate others are finally listening to what I have to say, you know? It got that wasteland oh, anime. Uh, Demon Slayer finally got its recognition. Yes. Wow. Yes. I'm so happy. The I'm so happy for Demon them. Slayer. Yes. We, me and my me and my cohorts, the Demon Slayer uh, fandom, we have been grueling uh, underdogs in the anime world for uh, the past couple years that this anime has been around, and uh, it's been rough. Mm. You know, it's yeah. Been rough. I mean, t- if it's if it's been rough for you, I can't I can't imagine how the longtime manga readers felt when Demon Slayer was like doing no numbers at all until the anime came out. I can't I can't talk about I can. Hold on, I'm getting a little echo. Hmm. Yeah, I can't speak towards the manga readers, all right? Hmm. I can't apologize to them. All I can say is my anime watchers, we were strong. When the Demon Slayer, hmm. uh, when Demon Slayer dropped, we were there. We were there to boost it up, you know? I mean, I mean, you, readers, you were all doing the Lord's work out there. Yes, we were on the ground floor and we were strong, hmm. you know? An anime like this comes around once every, I don't know, five years. So you mm-hmm. really got to get in on the ground floor when the getting's good. I tried to get you in there. You were dragging your feet. You're like, I don't see us and that's you. So look, you 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 say it's it's like mid tier at best. It's fine. It's fine. What I just need you to do is not stand in my way of the Demon Slayer parade. That's what I need you to do. I don't need you to hop on board. I just need you not to be in my way. I'd love, I'd am love I, for you to come along. What is there? Am am I capable? Do I have the power to stop the Demon Slayer parade? Fuck no. Are you kidding me? No. Why? But why? You're my best why friend. Even bring it up. You're my best friend. You're my best friend. I'm, so I don't want you to get hurt. Look, you're gonna I'm, get stampeded I'm, and no. like trampled. Look, I'm happy. That's I'm not what happily, I want. I'm happily watching the Demon Slayer parade from my apartment window. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm looking at it from a distance and. I from no one sees it. Maybe you see it down in the parade, like you glance up and you see me in the window, and we give each it other. Looks like you've we, got like no. I I was gonna say we give each other a little nod. 
I would hope so, but every time I look up, sometimes I see like the scope of a rifle, and I think you're like waiting Damn. to pick someone off. Why? Because whenever I bring up Demon Slayer, you just got like these little cutting jabs. I'm just like, <laughs> my boy, you're always trying to snipe at me over Demon Slayer. It's not that deep. It's the top tier anime right now. Second I didn't only, say like, I didn't say it wasn't. If you're if we're talking okay, numbers, it's, yeah, it's the yeah. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. But I digress. actually I think, we, actually I think Jujutsu Kaisen is doing better right now. In terms, like is well, well it, I mean well, they're currently airing new episodes. I mean they they just yeah, well, stopped airing well, new episodes, right? I, okay, I don't know about anime, but um. Oh, I think manga it, in manga, I think it's okay. Jujutsu Kaisen. Yo, I has, definitely believe that. I've heard like from you and several other people that right mm-hmm. now the arc in the manga is crazy hyped. And uh, I, did we talk about the creator taking a mental health break recently? No, I think that happened for us between our last recording and now. Okay, well, perfect segue. Uh, I definitely commend him for doing that, especially after uh, the loss of the author of Berserk. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta just you know, you have to know when to say enough is enough and like just take a a break and to appreciate what it is that you've created. If all you're doing is creating for the sake of getting the story out for the masses, and you're not appreciating what it is that you've created. I mean, yeah. What are you even doing? You know? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think, especially in the wake of uh, Kentaro Mira, the Berserk author, thank you. Yeah, passing I away. Think of his name. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I think definitely everyone. All the discourse about it online that I've seen is like, it doesn't matter. This is a good thing. Like, even though, Hell yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, aside from that, it it is a bit. I don't know if any more infos come out about it, but it it was a little bit of a weird story. Some of the things I was seeing about it, like it it might've just been translation stuff or like the language everyone was using, but somewhere like Shonen Jump was calling it like a suspension. And then that's, yeah, that's what I had heard. And then an indefinite suspension. suspension. Yeah. And, and the author um, basically was on Twitter and was kind of being a little bit like, weird with his words where he was like i i can't remember exactly i don't want to misquote him but it, mm. it, there was some weirdness about it where it was like is this is this a mental health thing or is this a physical thing like hmm. i don't know that it's like fully known i i hope it's more of a well i mean neither is good but i do hope a little bit that it's more of a more of a mental health thing than like a dire physical thing just because that might I mean be, I mean either it's not, way it's not yeah it's hard to say you want one more than the other but yeah because yeah I just speaking from experience like a mental health thing like you could go on a tear and just not want it right for a very long time yeah you know? well well that that's why that's why it's so weird because the the statement that I heard I saw him make while well, I can't remember exactly what he said. He made it seem like he didn't want to take the break. Hmm. So, well, I mean, knows? if it's from the, like, even if it's from his editors saying yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yo, you need to chill. Like we like in this industry, too many people are like dropping dead. Then yeah. 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 It's for the best. Yeah. Breaks. Breaks are always a good thing. Definitely. I gave myself a three day weekend. Nice. Yeah, hell yeah. Just for the fuck of it. Um, 
So where are we moving to now? What are we, what are we talking about? What's on, what's on your plate? Ah, well, um, we have, you know, the rest of the usual suspects and adding, adding to the usual suspects. Now we have two year eternity. We could, we could do that or we could, we got, yeah, yeah. Walk me through two year eternity. Let's go with that because I watched it all last week. You've caught, you've caught up. Mm -hmm. So let's, Let's dish, partner. Let's talk about Fushi. Let's talk about March. Oh, man, let's talk about little Gugu. Well, uh, his brother, the two monster brothers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to your eternity, if people don't remember. Yeah. So, like, I can't even remember. Well, when the anime first started airing, I started reading the manga, but I kind of, I didn't drop it. It was just, I put it to the side. I mentioned it to you. You didn't say anything. So I, so yeah, basically I caught up after you binged like the first, what, eight episodes yeah. or something. And so I was like, all right, fine. So I got back on the horse and yeah, I wish I didn't take that like break. Cause like when I broke, I had like just met March, mm. you know, and it was kind of like where I left off initially was like, I read up to the point where Fushi you know, meets up, like kind of runs into March and she kind of takes him under her wing is not the right term, but you know, I think it is. I, no, I guess yeah, it is. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. She, she starts to raise him, you know? Yeah. Cause and he, cause at that point he's like switching between like wolf he, he's kind of like wolf and boy. And, and then, so yeah, it was basically the last thing I saw before I stopped was that fight with the big polar bear thing. Like when Fushi. Oh, that was the last the thing Fushi you saw? Fight. Yeah, before yeah. I oh, okay, put it but aside. now you're all caught up. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, okay, getting cool. back into it. Um, yeah, I mean, March. March. What <laughs> What can you say? Yeah. March. I mean. And you said that I would hate her. And I was over here like, yeah. how the fuck would I ever? I was, I, I just watched those episodes <laughs> and I'm thinking back. Like I just responded to this tweet uh, recently. It said like, yo, uh, reply with uh, the anime that like had you in your feels most. And I just put like this whole four panel thing of when uh, I think her name is Piranha or a Panora. What's her name? The woman who shoots the bow and arrow, she mm. was looking out for March. Yeah, I forget her name. Um, uh, she returns to uh, her tribe and she has March's uh, handprint on mm. the paper. Yeah. And it's just the parents like looking at it, then embracing. And I was just like, yo. Yeah, I think I think I think that was like the moment of all those moments with the end of her story that I that I think I like lost it the most. Fuck. God damn. March, man. Ah, she was so pure and just she just loved life and she wanted to live and that's what I liked most about her character. You don't see that a lot, you know? Everyone has like this drive to be like the best at something and all she and wanted to be was grown up. She just wanted to live a life and to to be a mommy. Yeah, she, she wanted to take care of people which yeah. she ended up doing she took care of fushi she she raised him partially you yeah. know she taught him and oh man and i think like like moving on from that just like kind of like generally speaking the whole like vibe of the whole story with like fushi and everything is like it's her death is like even more tragic in a sense that he can't like 
even fully comprehend. Yeah, he like, hasn't processed what's what going it on means. around him. Yeah, right, because he hasn't even learned what death is yet at that point. Yeah, who who is it that he was talking to that was like basically Gugu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, Gugu was explaining uh, death and what it means to like not be alive anymore. And Fushi was just like, "Oh, I don't, I didn't know what death is, but okay." And that was him learning that each person that he can now, or each thing that he can become, has been something that has cared for him or cared about him in some way, and then died. You know, mm-hmm. and fucking heartbreaking because. When he transforms into March, it's March with the arrow stuck in her side and bleeding. Yeah, yeah. Ah, God. But also, I love the fact that uh, I have to look up uh, the I'm going to have to look it up uh, the character names. But the woman who shot the bow and arrow, that was one of my favorite uh, moments was when. uh, When the other uh, tribe, they were getting away. And she find like she very calmly walks over, grabs a bow, grabs the arrow, and uh, she shoots it, and it hits the um, the other woman's hand, mm-hmm. like knocking the bow and arrow out, so she can't hit Fushi. And she's like, "Damn it, I missed!" And but everyone around her is like, "Oh my god, you hit her!" Because she's never hit anything ever before, and she was so precise that she was able to hit her hand. But what she was aiming for was I assume her head. She wanted to kill her, but she didn't. But either way, that was like a hype moment for me. I really love that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I I mean, the other thing, the, I think catching up with um, where the season is so far, like I think the thing I was surprised the most about was kind of after that March arc, whatever you want to call it, kind of going into the next thing where he's falling. I forget her name too, but the old woman when he's kind of like following um, her. Okay, yeah. So I just went to the wiki. So uh, just to go back a second, uh, Piranha uh, Por- or Perona is a young woman with the bow and arrow. She mm-hmm. shot uh, Hayase and uh, Piaran is uh, the name of the like older woman right? that uh, he ends up with afterwards who yeah. takes him to the booze man. Yeah, but yeah, kind of before they get there, I th- so yeah, the thing that I think I, I was most surprised about was that they kind of start to inject like more. I didn't think we were going to get like anything else from his kind of whatever mysterious background, whatever oh, you want to call yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Like that shit came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like I, li- I literally, I thought it was going to be more of like, just him learning and adapting as time went on. Yeah, because the way that because we kind of hear from the like omniscient narrator person who like put them down mm-hmm. onto the earth. I thought that was going to be the extent of it. Like, I'm just curious and I'm going to put this complex life form onto the earth and see what happens. But yeah, like this introduces like it looks like there's going to be more of a lore. Th- there's like enemies now. Yeah. That so yeah, I I I think I'm into it to I guess, but I guess I just want to see where it's going, but I was definitely not expecting that. Right. <clears throat> and it looks like the uh the thing that's sort of like Fushi's enemy, it's more elemental. It's like him, but mm-hmm. it can only 
it can like morph into things, but it only can use like roots of trees or dirt. Like, has mm-hmm. has it been a living thing yet? Has has it? It's no. I can't remember from last week. I mean, yeah, I watched it, like, it two from ago. from what I remember. Yeah, I caught up like <laughs> last week or something, so it's not super fresh in my mind. But yeah, I to my remembrance, it's only like it. It's like an almost humanoid version, but it's like tree vines and stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah. that but so maybe you remember this but the, that cloaked person mm-hmm. who shows up and like talks to him they said like uh something like if it if you are defeated like it'll take all your memories right didn't it say something like that or am i just i believe i mean i think so i i think i I thought it said initially something like you better like gearing him up for the first encounter with it. It was saying like, um, Damn. it was something so like, like, like all your experiences so far, it'll like reset you. I think mm, that's fucked. I think I, yeah, I think, uh, I think you're right about that. I, I do believe, which is, uh, it, I remember hearing that. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, for the story and for Fushi as a character, like that's like the most devastating thing that could yeah. happen. And for, yeah. and for the audience too, like that would be the most devastating thing to see. Yeah. Because the only way that uh, we get to remember those characters is because Fushi remembers them, you know, yeah. with the wolf and uh, Joan, uh, the young boy. And with March, as soon as, he forgets them. I mean, they're gone. We don't get to. I mean, ah, I love March's smile. Even when Fushi <clears throat> transforms back into her, like it's still, it it was nice seeing him walk walk off as her after she had like died. I was just, it was a little sad, but it was nice that she got to live on. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the thing that I think we're just gonna keep seeing as like Fushi continues to live on is like you know and, and i mean it's something that we saw or i mean yeah the the fact that he can just take um the form of these things that he kind of has these encounters with but specifically through like the boy he never got i don't think he ever had a name right like the initial boy or i can't I think remember it was john oh okay right 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 yeah yeah like you know it's the like him more than anyone so far, just because like March lived in a community and people knew her. But like with Joan, like he's just this person that he did know people at one point, but they all died. Like he was just this nobody living in the frozen waste. Like no one, and he only lived in that little contained village. Like no one was ever going <coughs> to know of him. And now, right, Fushi's able to like carry yeah. his image and his memory throughout time essentially which is like just thinking about where the series could go and like how far fushi could live or exist for it's it's mind-boggling to think that it could all this image of this kid yeah from who would have otherwise been wiped out like he could possibly his image could survive a millennia yeah that's yeah it's just man yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I, I think about that. But yeah, Nathaniel, I, hmm. question. Yeah, would you ever do mushrooms? 
Um, potentially, I guess if mm. this if the situation was correct. Why? All right. Because I mean, I could potentially have, uh, you know, a situation uh present itself for me from from my birthday, and I was you know. I don't know. You said that, and it made me think of like mm. being like fucking blissed out on mushrooms, and I don't know. Yeah, so I was thinking about yeah, and I I just didn't know if you would <laughs> at, you would ever partake. So I I was, I was just wondering. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I it's I, I could I could be open to it. I think. Okay, because my girlfriend she's done it. Like we both tried it. Mm. And my side of it, like my hit wasn't strong enough, mm. but hers definitely was. And she went on a trip and mm. she loved it. So this time it's my turn. So we'll see what happens. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to yeah. know where your head was at I, on that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'm definitely open to it. It's just more of like everything I hear about it. It seems like. You know, I just don't know like what the context would be of like where because like isn't aren't those you gotta things be in a comfortable like, place? Yeah, exactly. So it's like I don't yeah. know your apartment. My apartment, okay. That makes yeah, sense. I mean that's where I will be because I mean we've been in lockdown, but even before that, I'm an introvert. Where the fuck else am I comfortable but my apartment? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to the mall or anything. Yeah. yeah. And uh my girlfriend will be here to be my tether to uh the world to make sure that, it, you know Is she gonna do are you gonna do it at the same time? uh no my request will be like me like i Mm. get to trip like maybe she gets to do like a little bit less Mm. or like i don't know just because it's important that i feel like just in case shit goes bad yeah she's there to you know ground me yeah definitely i I also feel like though there's something about the idea of like Mm, me tripping together me me doing it with another person who's like not on that level like it could just be like uh, yeah i might a have bummer. a bad time knowing that they are like annoyed oh for sure definitely ah so that's but it being my birthday also lends itself to like the i don't give a fuck factor because it's like it's my day you know yeah it's, it's i don't know it's your it's, it's your party right you can it's all up in the air right now we'll yeah. see what happens uh it's it's in the mix it's in the works uh, mushrooms are coming my way, so we'll see what happens. I'll keep you posted. Uh, did you have anything more you wanted to talk okay. about um, with To Your Eternity? Did you want to get any characters or uh, like, did you want to talk Gugu? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's the only one we haven't really talked about yet. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I think he's great. I I like the whole like the whole like monster mm. aspect of you know like him kind of connecting to uh connecting to fushi that way yeah i like a lot and yeah i mean it kind of ended on a bit of a cliffhanger right are you still reading the manga um i am but i checked in with the last episode just to see where the exact stop point was and what i was just want- I was wondering, do they show Fushi, or not Fushi, but uh, Gugu's face oh, they at don't. all? No. no? The, okay. the most you get is like his eye through like mm. his hair kind of mm-hmm. thing, but you can't see. They don't show it. Because I'm pretty sure like in that episode, Rien, or uh, what's her name? 
she didn't react, right? She didn't have, yeah, because I think she saw him and she didn't have like a disgusted reaction or anything. Right. Um, so I don't know if that just speaks to mm, maybe the bond that they've made. Yeah, like because I, I imagine it's either their bond is so strong that he does have a truly hideous and fucked up face and she just doesn't care or it's not that bad and he mm. thinks it is or something. Right, because I was thinking my maybe it's it's the latter because of the way uh, I believe her name is Rian or Rian or something. The way she was like, oh, do you want to see my scar? It's hideous. Uh, and then right. she shows it and there's nothing there. And then uh, she's like, well, let me see your face. And he's like, no, no. And then she finally takes his mask off and she has a reaction. But the people in town, they do. So yeah, I'm sort true. of just like, eh. So, but I think it might it might be the former, but I'm hoping it's the latter. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. I don't know if they'll if they'll show it or not hmm. i am enjoying uh like you said uh the bond that uh gugu and fushi have made uh like the brotherly sort of thing it's great uh especially the way that gugu is teaching fushi about the world um mm -hmm. i just like i'm i'm enjoying their dynamic and with the show it's nothing but pain so i know within like the next episode or something uh yeah. the booze man or something is going to take a 22 like he's going to have a shot a, a sawed off shotgun and just like <laughs> off goo goo for no reason he's going to think he's like a, a robber or something yeah. and that's going to be the end of goo goo and fushi yeah i mean like even even in that one scene before that scene we were just talking about where she shows him her scar like right before that right it was like they kind of played it in a moment where like you thought he was gonna die yeah you know and i was like what even happened like nothing <laughs> happened like is he just dying of sadness or something like i thought uh it was like mount uh, malnourishment or something I, right just, like yeah but I, I i i was just like oh oh of course i was watching i was watching on my laptop out in the living room and i i was telling my girlfriend that like i said this show is nothing but pain and that scene had popped up and I was like, fuck, now Gugu's dead. And she just laughed and she was like, Gugu. And I was like, don't even, you can't. Like, yeah. don't laugh at Gugu or like what he looks like. You don't understand. He is the heart of this fucking show right now. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah. But I digress. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. I mean, it's now, now that uh, Megalobox is nearing its end, it's good to have another. Yeah, added another, another one to the ranks. Thing in the series. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I'm super curious to um, to see where it goes because it, it right because right now it's really been like taking things kind of like one day at a time, you know. Yeah. So yeah. and I and you know I understand that the concept of the series is supposed to be this like you know this being that lives forever. So it's I, I, I'm this grand arching saga. Yeah. So I'm curious to see like <clears throat> it, how granular it keeps it and for how long, you know, where it's like, right. We're very slowly watching a specific thing because I imagine there's going to have to be, you know, time jumps or something. I don't really know, but yeah, I, I'm going to keep it. I'm not going to go any further with the manga. I'm just going to keep this, uh, okay. Week to cool. week. 
to stay in it as much as I can. So I'm not, you know, sitting here and you're like, hey, new character Bobo. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Bobo. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. That Bobo's be- a fucking cyborg now. He it's the year 3000. Yeah. And you yeah. I yeah, I would die. <clears throat> All right. Uh yeah, so to your eternity, we've had we've added that to the weekly rundown of uh anime that we check out here at the Wasteland Anime Studio. Uh where are we headed now? Are we talking Megalobox? What are we what are we doing? I mean, we have it's what what well, I was just gonna say we have. Oh yeah, we we just have we have Dragon Ball Z, Paprika, and Megalobox, and and Tokyo Revengers. Oh fuck me, it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> you didn't watch Tokyo Revengers? No, I did. I'm okay, just saying. Cool. I'm just saying. There's it's it's a lot. We still have to okay talk about. What, uh, what do you feel the least passionate about? I mean, <clears throat> we really need to get into the Dragon Ball of it all. Okay, so. I feel the, I mean, paprika, beautiful, mm. trippy as shit. That's also what sparked this mushroom thing. Ah. Uh, that whole parade and dream sequence by like the third or fourth time I was seeing it, I started getting freaked the fuck out. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, overall, I really enjoyed it though. It was a good movie. Uh, thoughts. What did you think? Yeah, no, I, I really loved it. Um, I have only seen Perfect Blue in terms of like Satoshi Khan movies. Um, and they did a little shout out to all his movies at the end when he was walking into the theater. Like you could see him mm. all on the marquee. But yeah, like Perfect Blue was, it was like very grounded for like, it was very straightforward until it like turned into kind of like Paprika at the end. Whereas Paprika mm. from the fucking jump, I was like, what like it, it was too yeah it was so much it was a to, trip to like i you couldn't like paprika from the jump you just couldn't trust like anything that you were seeing because it's very much blunt yeah, yeah i had to read like a a summary afterwards to kind of like recalibrate myself that's what i forgot to do like a paprika like what like the message yeah. or something behind it but uh i some of the shit that i was watching uh it I was just very blown away by, uh, Mm -hmm. there was one scene. Um, I forget it. It's, it's the guy, whatever. It's the scene where like he reaches into paprika Mm -hmm. while she is like clothed and he starts reaching his hand up through her body, but it's still beneath her and it splits open like her shell. And I don't know. Oh man. Yeah. It it was very, very trippy shit. Yeah, I didn't like, yeah, so I didn't read any like theories or like themes or anything like that. Like it was just like a, just a straight like summary of what literally what happened. But so I'm curious, I am curious to see kind of what people think and say about it on like a higher level. But the one thing that I kind of walked away thinking that it might kind of be trying to explore is maybe that it's kind of like trying to be this allegory for like, Cause I think at one point maybe it's the chairman or like someone kind of was drawing these comparisons to like the internet as like this separate world. That's kind of like merging with the real life. And I don't know. Okay. That's like kind of where like vaguely where my head is kind of at with it, that that, hmm. that could be a possibility, but I, who knows? I could see that as sort of like the dream, the dream world, like everyone's dream store. They started bleeding into one another and there's like the shared, 
uh, subconscious the same way mm-hmm. where like on the internet, uh, there's a shared reality. You know, I can see that. Okay. Yeah, I'll check that out. I'll check out like a themes video or something because I definitely want to dig into the deeper meanings behind Paprika. Uh, it was a trip. And for anyone who hasn't checked it out, I would recommend that. And uh, Paranoia Agent, which was a series that uh, the creator mm. of Paprika did. Yeah. Uh, I still need to see Satoshi Khan. Yeah. Satoshi uh, yeah. Con. It's. Yeah. yeah and pa- good shit, Paprika good shit. was his last film. Before oh, is he uh, no longer with us? Yeah, he died a couple years after that from uh wow, I, I forget what he had, but it was a health thing. He died young. Oh, well, there's that. Yeah. So I think he Why'd yeah. you sound so hyped when you said that? Oh, I I didn't mean to sound well, hey, I'm so he I'm, I'm, I'm so used to it now. Like, you know, it's I'm numb to creators dying. But um yeah, he did yeah, so I've only seen Perfect Blue, but he did for anime films. It was that uh, Millennium Actress and Tokyo Godfathers, I think, hmm. was the other movie, and then Paprika. So yeah, I definitely want to check out those middle two at some point. But um, yeah, Paprika definitely. Yeah, it's hard to talk about. Uh, other than just saying yeah, the anime, there's just like so the many wild visuals, man. Beautiful and yes, yeah, a great portrayal of. There's not many. There's not many like movies or anything I've seen that really do dreams. like insane dreams in a better way than this probably does. Yeah, and the fact that like in the beginning and it kept happening, but uh, the guy floating in the middle of the hallway that bugged the shit out of me because that for me. There's always that feeling of like weightlessness mm. and you can't move. Yeah. And yeah. And like having that one person there, it just like it felt eerie to me. I don't know. There, There's a lot of weird shit going on in this movie that people you got to watch it if you haven't seen it. And if you have seen it, uh, we're here to talk about it all day, any day. Hit us up. You know where to find us. Uh, now let's move on to, uh, let's say, Megalobox. Mm. uh gearless joe he went through an mri he's got i guess low-grade cte or i mean they didn't really find anything but he's still gonna box but now he's gonna box with chief's gear on because you know he it's a way that he keeps chief's uh chief's memory alive and mac mac is off the fucking deep end he went mac Mm. time on his son's little hummingbird book and almost uh killed his wife I feel like Mac might be uh, like an allegory, f- not for like Mike Tyson or anything, but uh, I mean, he's such this golden, like God of a boxer, like this hero, this hometown hero. And it just seems like behind closed doors, all these things are too good to be true. And now he's hurting his wife. He's hurting his kid, but his, his wife She's the one that, uh, I don't know, she essentially signed some deal to get the kid a transplant that put something in Mac. I wasn't really paying attention to all that shit. Neither was I. Uh, I was hoping okay. you could shed some light on that. Uh, look, that's all I got, man. Yeah, that's, that's uh, I was here I was here for Sachio and Team Nowhere and the boys having their little dinner around the table. And Joe yeah, asking permission, saying like, look, I want your guys' input on this. I want, uh, yeah. I want to fight, but... Yeah, we're a family, so we're seeing we're seeing all of them mature. And Sachio, he's still being a little shit punk. He's like, "Look, uh, 
don't know if I'll ever forgive you, but if shit goes down, I'm throwing the towel. Like he's saying, like I'm not like I'm not gonna let you go out like no bitch, which I appreciate. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, it's it's setting it up for a really weird kind of thing because yeah on one hand you have this like beautiful scene with joe sitting around the table with everyone and they're like rapping about what should happen and and it's everything just and, like they got a storm coming yeah and it's like it's this very you know the conversation's filled with like respect and like nobility and uh, of the fight and everything and everyone there respects what boxing means to someone mm-hmm. like Joe and everything. And then on the other end, you got Mac, who's just this like half cyborg psychopath, basically at this point, who's like, feels like he's getting manipulated and like all this shit. But Nathaniel, what? I ask you, whomst amongst us doesn't want what Mac has? We both have said a number of times on this very podcast that we wish to be half cyborg men. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I mean, look, I'll, if this is what it takes to have a half cyborg body, I'll do That's what I'm saying. You got to sure. break a few I, eggs. I, I, yeah, I know. I get it. All, but all I'm saying is that in terms of the, the like, whatever you want to call it, the, like, the unwritten pact of boxing or the, the respect mm. behind the the fight like i feel like joe is and mac are coming at it like in in theory like on a whatever like soul level they're both on there together but mac is being so crazily manipulated and like he's going through all this emotional shit that when those two guys step in the ring next episode maybe like it's gonna be this like i feel wildly unbalanced thing where like this is going to be joe's last fight and it's going to be this wacky, fucking, super dangerous thing that, like, who knows what the fuck's going to happen. Well, they finally got you to give a shit about all that uh, mechanical stuff. I mean, I feel like they could have done that in, like, a scene <laughs> or two. Like, given Yeah, me, I know. They give, didn't have to do all this. They could have given me the spark notes. I didn't need eight episodes of, like, backroom <laughs> dealings with that little fucking... Tap dancing fuck. Yeah, I know. I hate that guy. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. I mean, we can move on from Megalobox. It's beautiful. And I loved uh, the like ending passage with the hummingbird from the Mm. book. And everything about this, a lot about this series works. And there's Mm -hmm. some stuff that doesn't. Um, I just want them to focus more on the stuff that does if they do continue with like Megalobox 3 in a couple years. I mean, I got to see online if other people are like, give me more Mac. Like, I want to see more of this Roscoe Corp. I doubt it. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. There's no way. So, yeah, nah. I'm, I'm hoping if there is a season three, um, they they refine it. You know, they, they tweak it just a little bit. Definitely. Yeah. So, now where are we? Uh... So we got your precious. I, I, so I think that's all the usual suspects, right? Oh, wait. Tokyo Revengers. Oh, right, wait. right, right. We'll, oh, we'll do that damn. and we'll end on. Such a professional. Okay, so here we go. Tokyo Revengers, August 3rd, 2005. Mm. The night is upon us. It's raining. Draken has been stabbed by Kiyomasa-san. Uh, what's his name? Takamichi. He is now at Draken's side. Mikey. He is still having a fucking heart-to-heart with Payon. Uh, but then all of a sudden, what? What this new guy with 
uh, sin and punishment wants a piece of Mikey. Mm-hmm. So they start they start duking it out in the middle of the rain and everything. Everyone's fighting. Uh, Mikey shouts over to Ta- uh, Takamichi, what's going on with Draken? Why is he on the ground? What 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 the fuck? He says, uh, Draken's been stabbed. Mikey goes sicko mode, starts beating everybody's ass. Ba-ba, 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 ba-ba. He runs over. Uh, tell well, he tries to run over. That's when uh, cr- uh, fucking sin and punishment starts giving him the hands. Uh, he yells to Takamichi to get him out of here. Takamichi's like, "What me?" Takamichi throws him on his back. He starts waddling out of there. I I was hoping like there's gonna be some adrenaline or something that mm. shot through Takamichi, so he would start hustling a little bit more. But no, the motherfucker. He's still he's a twelve year old boy. Yeah. You know. He's like a 25-year-old man and a 12-year-old boy that's just body. And that's another thing I wanted to say. Whenever I watch this show, I feel like, again, to bring it back to dreams, the weightlessness and the the thing where you punch in your dream, but you can't move your arms. Yeah. I feel like that's probably what Takamichi feels whenever he is in his 12-year-old or 13-year-old body. He's got like the wherewithal and maybe mm. like the strength like the inner strength of a 26 year old and he wants to do these things but his 12 year old body won't allow it and it must be hell for him you know that's true yeah i hadn't thought about that too much yeah that's a great point well that's what i'm here for i'm not just a pretty face man there's a brain up here so we're back at it takamichi's running down that alley the ladies they're coming but then all of a sudden uh kiyomasa-san and the rest of his uh shit bird gang they show up and they want to finish the job. So uh, Takamichi, he drops Draken. They're waiting for the ambulance. Hopefully it shows up in time. Uh, Kiyomasa-san, he says like he wants to kill Takamichi. Takamichi's like, fuck it. I will finally stand up for myself. I can't keep running away. Again, we've heard this monologue, I feel like, seven times. This yeah. is... So I wasn't really, I was like, I didn't know what to expect, you know, but I feel like we've heard this this spiel so many times. Anyway, uh, Takamichi, he rolls up on the boy, uh, Kiyomasa. He goes to fucking punch him. Kiyomasa pulls out a goddamn dagger of some sort. All these boys got blades on him, except for, uh, except for the Tokyo Manji gang. I don't know what that's about, Mm. but, uh, but. Our boy uh, Takamichi, he gets stabbed through the palm. So now I feel like in the future, we're going to see Takamichi with like a dope scar on his hand that he didn't have before. This is going to be like the first hint. Well, not the first hint, because the first hint would have been Naoto living. But this is going to be like another uh, ripple effect of Takamichi changing time or changing the past, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so now he's got this, uh, stab wound. He pulls the knife out on some real fucking G shit, which I didn't think he had in him. Like mm. that's what shook me. He got stabbed. I was like, Oh fuck. I mean, and may- then maybe there's it. that adrenaline. I know there's that adrenaline I was asking for earlier. Yeah. It finally showed up. He pulled that shit out and he threw the knife away, which was wild. I don't know if I would have done that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would have kept the knife yeah. personally, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, so he he tosses the knife away. He turns to Kiyomasa, and he's like, yo, I'm gonna beat your fucking ass. I'm not done with you yet. Mm-hmm. The crew, Draken stands up. He's got, he says, I got like a million yen on Takamichi. He's not gonna lose. 
He's going to beat your fucking ass. The ladies, they stand up. Hinata, uh, Imachan, she stands up. She's like, Takamichi's got this. Takamichi's <laughs> not going to lose. Fuck you. Fuck you and everybody you came here with. And everybody's hyped for Takamichi. And he's like, what? This little bitch? Takamichi wraps his arms around him, bites him in the ribs, won't let go. He says he doesn't give a fuck if he doesn't look like Mikey Kun. He doesn't give a fuck if he's not Draken. He's Takamichi. And he does, I don't know how, but he gets him in like a fucking uh, full Nelson or something. Chokehold starts choking his shit out. Uh, I don't know if he's dead or not. Maybe he coughed after uh, Takamichi let him go. But he won that fight, Nathaniel. Takamichi finally got a W under his belt. Definitely. And I feel like this is going to be like after Draken survives, this is going to be like a major stepping stone. Like something huge is going to happen. It's going to change whenever he goes back to 2017. Right. Because too much shit has happened. Draken has now survived. He has made so many enemies at this brawl. Uh, he got stabbed through the hand. He beat uh, Kiyomasa-san. Akun and all the other guys, they stepped in to protect him. I didn't even uh, talk about that part, but they've also, they've integrated into uh, Mobius now, you know? Mm-hmm. Or Tomen, I should say, uh, Tokyo Manji. So there are too many things that didn't happen before that have now happened that have to affect the future. And I can't wait to see what happens next, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, this has been like the big thing since the start is this, um, is this date and Drakenkun's death. And if Drakenkun lives, then that is a pretty huge thing. Like, cause, uh, Takemichi and, um, what's, what's the, little brother's name naoto naoto like their whole thesis for everything going wrong was that draken died basically right and yeah that that threw mikey off the path so it's like in theory unless there's some like unforeseen thing that's gonna pop in between here and like the outcome like once takamichi finally goes back after all this is like yeah, this is clearly going to have like the biggest effect. So yeah, far. and then there's still that fucking guy though with the glasses who was on the roof with Akun, uh, the night that he had jumped off. You know, there's that guy. Yeah, they, there's still dudes out there, man. There's too many things. Yeah, well, I'm I mean, it's, we yeah, it's a very long running manga series, so there's clearly no man. <laughs> No, it is still ongoing now. It's like, I know. I'm just glad that we added this to the list. Yeah, I, yeah. I was, I was hesitant. I was like, I'll put it off. I need to stack a few episodes. There's no goddamn way. I need them every week. Uh, so yeah, uh, hyped for more. Can't wait to see what happens next. August fourth, uh, Obama's birthday. We're gonna see. Uh, yeah, we're gonna see the aftermath of uh, the, do you the think, battle. Do you think Obama will show up? Damn, I was I was trying to think of like a good Obama line mm. and say like yes I will like yeah it's yes Takamichi you done a good job <laughs> Takamichi doing a doing a great job uh, clear up that hand uh, I don't know he he has a lot of vocal fry um, so yeah Tokyo Avengers it's hot in the streets Tokyo Manji gang rep it ten toes to the ground. I swear to God, if their symbol didn't look like a swastika, I would get some of their merch. 
Uh, it's just too hard to explain on the street, Nathaniel. And I'm an introvert. I don't yeah. like talking to people as it is. All right. I can't. No, it's not a swastika. Like, no, it's. Yeah. I don't have time. I don't. Not. No, I'm not doing that. Let's do it. Here we are. Finally, everyone right. has been waiting for this. You piece of shit. DBZ. Here we are. Hit me. So we you watched the uh, that Dragon Ball everything you need to know video. Was there anything that you were surprised by? Let's let's get that out of the uh, way. Let's- so, yeah, I you found a video that you said was good. So I watched it. It was like a 15 minute recap or something. This guy did basically pointing out all the like important art in his mind the most important bits and arcs oh in his mind do you disagree did you go back no i didn't but i'm just saying it's always you know with something like this Mm. you i didn't read the comments maybe maybe. i who fucking cares he he pointed out the most important things objectively the most important bits and what i took away from that was i guess i'm trying to even remember like because I stopped watching Dragon Ball or reading Dragon Ball before Krillin showed up, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. he introduced that little bald boy. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to remember what else he covered in the video. It was a lot of stuff, but... It was all of uh, Dragon Ball, essentially. Yeah. I, I can go over it again. No, 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 no it's fine. <laughs> okay. But, but, all right. but yeah, I mean, I feel like that was more than, I mean, I'm going to be bold and say that was more than enough for me to get the gist of Dragon Ball. Um, Fair enough. And I, so I'm reading Dragon Ball Z. I don't know. I didn't do. Why? What do you mean? Are you are, are you really going to keep, like, do you need to keep up with both? I feel like. I'm not keeping up with it, both. Okay. I'm just watching. I'm just watch. I'm just reading okay. it. Cause it, it's, you're not going to watch. It's fat. It's faster for me. It takes less okay. time. All right. All right. And, all right. and even, and even so I don't think like I didn't, I'm saying I didn't do the, uh, manga to anime math. I don't know if I mm. caught up exactly to 12. We can talk about where that okay. point is, but okay. I, I got wait, through. wait, 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 wait. Okay. So last week we had talked about the fact that you're just like, why is Goku got a fucking tail? Oh yeah. Now you he, now he you talked know. about in the thing why. Yeah, because tail. like you all you had to do is watch one more episode and you would have gotten to the big tail reveal. But how do you feel about that? Because you had never known that about the Dragon Ball universe. Was that the Saiyans were great uh, apes? I mean, I okay, so here's the thing with with drag the Dragon Ball universe is like almost every single character name and every single like name of a concept or a people or whatever in the show are like words and names that I know in my mind, but I don't know what any of them mean. So like Saiyan, I know about super Saiyan and stuff, but I did not know that Saiyan was a race okay, or like a right. planet or whatever. I didn't know that it, it's a race. And I, I, I actually certainly didn't know about the tail. That's like the one thing that I don't think I ever saw hmm. or, okay. or like took mental note of at least that okay. that, that was enough. a thing. And I didn't know about them turning into apes. Great um, apes. Yeah. Like, and I'm curious to see what you say about this. Cause like, I don't know the first thing about 
I mean, I guess I know the first thing, but I don't know the second or third or fourth thing about Superman. But this feels like a little Superman. <laughs> I told you, dude. You what, when did last, you? I don't remember that. Last week, you were you were like, "This is your boy Goku," and I was like, "Yeah, he's Superman." And well, but I, I thought that just I, meant because he was really strong. I didn't know. I, I'm talking about specifically like no. a rate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I didn't <laughs> the realize to the, and all that. the extent to which you meant that. So yeah, yeah, it definitely. Um, Feels a bit like that from what I know of Superman, which is fine. I, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I mean, I once you one, I mean, the only Superman aspect of it was that his race of people are now gone, mm. uh, like, quote unquote, gone. And he was sent off. He was sent away. Mm-hmm. But the reason he was sent away was completely different from why Superman was sent away. Superman okay. was sent away because his plant, his planet like blew up. Goku was sent away to conquer Earth. Mm. So, yeah, complete. It's more of an Invincible thing. Have you watched Invincible yet? No. You got to get on Invincible, Nathaniel, please. Come on. I don't know if I do. I... It's on Amazon. Just watch Invincible, Nathaniel. But this is like, isn't this fucking Robert Kirkman's thing? Do we trust Kirkman anymore? Like, <laughs> Do we trust Kirkman? Uh, okay, yes, it's Kirkman's thing. But Seth Rogen is behind it. And Seth Rogen, oh, he's Seth got... Seth Rogen. Look, Seth Rogen is on the right side of history right now, Nathaniel. You got to get on the Seth Rogen train. Just watch Invincible. It's actually really good. What will you watch? Okay. Will you watch the first episode of Invincible and review it next week? Just give me a taste. Just let me know what you think of the first episode. All right. I can do one episode. Okay, cool. All right. Um, All right, perfect. Yeah, but Dragon Ball. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, Dragon Ball Z, I feel like... It's, I can definitely, it definitely feels more digestible to me. Thank God. I, I'm not saying that I'm like hyped on it or that it's amazing. You don't have but to be. Yeah, I'm saying right, yeah, for right now, it definitely feels uh, easier to get through than what I was seeing of, of Dragon Ball. So okay. I'm pleased about that. Um, so, okay, so where I stopped before uh, recording this, I basically got to the point where, um, okay, I'm going to like have like, my bra- I got you on the name. My Don't brain's going to freeze for like, like, I know everyone's name, but like, it, okay, um, Vegeta. It was right, about it was right before, it was basically like right when him and Goku have their individual fight. Oh, and that's that way thing. after I stopped. Really? Well, not way after. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, cause Goku is still, uh, like he's, he hasn't made it to King Kai's place yet. No, he's back. They're fighting right now. Not for me. Okay. I don't know. I see. That's what I was saying. I, I, I didn't think, Cause I checked in at one point and I was like, Oh, I'm only like five or six episodes in. So I just read a bunch more hoping that I would get close to 12. Yeah. You surpassed 12, but it's all good. <laughs> okay. It's all good because well, when, when I, you know me. You saw then? Uh, let me check the funny app. Uh, the last thing I saw, I think was uh Gohan was like training or some shit. Oh, Oh damn. Yeah. Oh man. Why? Okay. I, I messed this one up for once. Yeah. I, I, I did for more once, work says, than I needed to. 
for once. Uh, yeah, you know, shit happens. Oh, just a heads up, like, my battery says, like, it'll last until, uh, like, I've got another hour and a half, but it's on the red. So, you know, we'll see what happens. All right. Okay, um, so uh yeah, so I, I guess I, I guess I read a little more, but you like know you know all this, right? So I mean I know it in the sense that I saw it when I was twelve. Oh, okay. And now I'm going and I've seen clips and everything, but I've never gone back to rewatch the mm. beginning. So now okay. I'm going back to rewatch the beginning, but uh like you had said, uh you're surprised that some of the names that I was mentioning, you're like, oh, so they're still around in Super. How did you feel knowing? I mean, you had watched some episodes of Dragon Ball and you were introduced to people like Chi Chi, Bulma, and now in Dragon Ball Z, they are not only there, but Chi Chi and Goku are married and they have a son. But like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. And they just introduced Chi Chi and Dragon Ball like episode four or something. So they had integrated certain characters in very early that were very important to the overall story yeah i don't i don't know that did we did i see chi chi yeah she was the daughter of the horned uh big burly dude okay but but she has she's not currently with all of them in dragon ball z Uh, she was at the beginning of dragon ball z when uh goku was you know getting gohan ready to go off and meet all his friends oh see well in the manga he just shows up at the like beach house what oh man see man then maybe it was important for you to watch Hmm. a little bit of the anime because you got a little bit of chi chi but it's important for you to know who chi chi is because she's she's a very strong character in this story yeah oh well yeah it was speaking of characters, the the other character from Dragon Ball that I only saw through the that recap video was um, your boy Piccolo. Piccolo, Piccolo. Um, yeah. So I got the kind King of Piccolo. primer on like so. So yeah, I I understood a little bit about you know the history between Piccolo and Goku coming into z so it was definitely interesting and compelling to see them have to like team up against this common enemy goku's uh long lost brother raditz raditz yeah but yeah that's yeah. another interesting thing. yeah it's just like every i feel like every thing that happened like every new thing that's introduced i'm like oh okay that's what that is because like the the first thing like super early on was when Raditz shows up and he re- he calls ah. Goku Kakarot cuz like I know about Kakarot. I know about that Dragon Ball Z game called Kakarot but I never knew what Kakarot mm. meant so it's like oh okay yeah that is uh Goku's uh Saiyan name mm. much like uh Superman is known as Kal-El on Krypton right so I was like okay that's definitely interesting um oh uh just a heads up like most saiyan names are uh like or most of a lot of the names in dragon ball and a lot of the saiyan names are like plays on vegetables um yeah i could see that i mean i always thought that vegeta was a weird name because obviously it sounds like vegetable but yeah, what's the, the other Cac- what's the other dude's name that he's with the big bald guy Napa 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 yeah what is yeah. what is that supposed to be I don't know okay I don't know I mean I could look it up it might be like a Japanese thing but uh like Raditz is supposed to be close to radish a mm. uh, Kakarot carrot 
Yeah. And there will be more. Why? Uh, how, how did he know. how did he decide on like, hey, the fucking race of like the galaxy's strongest here, <laughs> uh, beings? Hey, um, got to eat your vegetables. vegetables. That's true. Um, yeah. He hey, had a, you're vegan. You should be he, hyped. I know. He had a deal with big, big vegetable. Big veggie. Japan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I did think it was weird that it. I mean, how 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 did you feel rewatch or if you remember it or whatever? Just like this whole yeah. like it starts, and then it's like, okay, a year is gonna pass, like in no time. I thought, well, that's sort of. It was weird because uh, it was great watching it all, like seeing uh, seeing it kick off because I knew what was gonna happen, where Raditz was gonna drop in and Gohan was gonna have this huge burst of energy because that's how it sort of starts is. The story starts with everyone being surprised at how powerful uh, Goku's son is. So then with the whole one year thing, I'm like, oh, shit. So does that mean we're just going to watch Piccolo and Gohan like train and develop this bond? Because that's something I've always known about um, Dragon Ball Z. But I think I started watching towards uh, the Namek arc when and that's like next season. So. Piccolo is already like Gohan's quote unquote master by this point, by the time I had started watching. Mm. So I had never s- seen the beginnings of their relationship. So I'm watching the episode where Piccolo, uh, he saves him from like some creature and then he creates uh, Gohan's uniform. And I'm like, all right, bet. So now we're about to see Gohan and Piccolo train. And then Piccolo's like, bye. Yeah. And then nothing. So I, I was sort of just like, oh, all right. Um, it's sort of just like a Gohan on his own type of thing. So this whole like one year passing thing, I was sort of taken aback because I thought we were going to see um, like a training arc or some type of bonding between Piccolo and Gohan. But instead, yeah. we're just cutting back and forth with Gohan on his own, Goku running uh, the snake trail thing. And I remember that like. I remember these weird instances of seeing certain episodes when I was a kid after school. Like I, I can't tell you how many times I just turned on the TV after school and I saw Goku running down that fucking trail until yeah. he finally gets to where he's going. But yeah, yeah, it takes fucking forever. I mean, yeah, I mean, just like in reading the manga, it's like it was hilarious because like at the end of that, when he's trying to get back to Earth. Like he's trying to like get back. He's returning on the snake trail. It took like, it felt like 10 issues for him and every issue, like they're back waiting on earth, like Vegeta and uh, what's his face. And they're like, he'll be here any second. And then it's like the next chapter and is like, all right, we waited three hours, but he'll be here any second. And, and it's just, and then it cuts back and Goku's just got this look of determination. He's just flying. And I'm like, well, he'll get yeah. back at some point, I hope. <laughs> it just it took yeah, forever. Yeah, unfortunately, they do that a lot, and I'm not looking forward to that. But uh, that was my initial reaction to uh, to like being reintroduced to Dragon Ball Z. How did you feel? I mean, are you not gonna watch any episodes? Are you just gonna like dip in and out, or what? I mean, it's just that I find that for me. I find it's the case with most manga, but especially with Z. I mean, it, it just feels like I'm able to like get through it quicker when I'm reading, like reading it on the page rather than 
so my fear is that if I have if I like commit to the anime that I'll fall behind or something hmm. and that I won't be able to keep up with you know 15 episodes a week or something in in anime form no but I'm not telling you to like watch all of the 15 episodes that I watch mm. I'm saying like you can like dip in and out though like watch a couple episodes check out the manga you know yeah I only because I like only for like reference so you know mm. sure I, I don't know yeah it, it makes sense I mean yeah I mean I can just do that at my discretion I guess unless you are like oh yeah episode- definitely 21 or something is like something you got to see animated. Uh, I mean, I have my favorite episodes, of course, but uh, yeah, it would be cool if, yeah, you just pop through. Uh, maybe I'll hit you up on All certain right. episodes and let you know, like, check um, these out. I just think it'd be more fun if you're actually watching the anime, you know, here and there. Yeah. I'll start watching the anime. Cool, cool, cool. But I think the last thing, the yeah. last thing I'll say is just like, concerning the the power system mm-hmm. is i i'm trying to like figure out a way to like orient my brain around this to get the maximum enjoyment possible because it is it is challenging just after you know and and it's i i can't i can't blame dragon ball z or dragon ball or whatever or Toriyama, like for what he did, because he like kicked all of this off, right? But it's just he did it first, yeah. So it's like it, it's like impossible to critique from that sense. But just me as a viewer in 2021, it is difficult on some level because I can see what's there to enjoy, and I'm enjoying it to some extent. But like, you know, it is still a bit of a challenge when they're talking about like the strength just based on these numbers, you know, with like, Oh, his power level is 1230. It's like, okay, that's, yeah, that's a high number. And then Goku shows up and they're like, he's 5,000. I'm like, that's a bigger number. You're goddamn right. It is 1200. So look, all you need to know is Goku's Goku's number is always the biggest unless it isn't at which point he'll yell and then it will become bigger. Uh, yeah i mean it's it's that kind of thing it's so i'm i'm hoping that as the series continues that they're that i'm finding other things to be you know i it yeah it's just hard i mean all i'm trying to say is no 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 i can't imagine anyone who watches dragon ball z for the power set who's like yo because it's it's bullshit it's all ass pull you yeah. watch Dragon Ball Z for the friendships. You watch Dragon Ball Z for right, right. these great character moments, and they are there. So, this, but you only get that if you watch the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. In a lot of ways, this almost seems like the polar opposite of uh, Nen, right? Where yeah. Nen requires yeah. yeah, Nen requires nineteen encyclopedias <laughs> to understand, and this is like you yell and your number Look. goes up. That's pretty much, you know, I, I can't I can't complain, I guess, if we look, look at it. In those no, terms. in Dragon Ball Z, you train for X amount of time. And in the future, they're going to have a room where there's like 
it doesn't matter how long you're in there. It's a hyperbolic time chamber. Mm-hmm. So you go in there and a year passes in that room while two hours pass outside. So it's a complete fucking ass pull of like, yo, we we need to train for a really long time. Oh my God. Let's just go in the time. <laughs> yeah, let's just uh. go in the time chamber. But it's, yo, Amazing. so they do that. But yeah, it's just time plus uh, yelling equals more power. That's it. I mean, it makes sense. That's Dragon Ball. Yeah. I get a little pep Don't in think my about step it after much. I scream. After you scream for a long time, definitely. Yeah. Time plus screaming equals power. Dragon Ball. Um, well, I mean, uh, so I know, well, I, I was thinking, uh, like speaking of I don't have a lot to say, but if I could use this as a potential segue, since you didn't talk about it yet, but mm. the the boy young Gohan, his kind of, it seems like his power comes from his emotions, right? And that seems yes, a little bit yes, similar to another show that you watched. Hmm. Didn't you? Didn't you what, say what? you watched uh, another uh, anime? Yes. I did. Yes, I completely forgot. I, Thank you for reminding well, me. Well, I forgot. I forgot You're about keeping it. us on track. I forgot about it earlier too, but then I remembered. Damn, well, I was Dragon about Ball. to completely dip up out of here. Uh, did you watch any of this? Am I am I going in here? Uh, well, I, solo. I mean, I watched season one back when it aired, so it's been okay. A while. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, guys, for you folks not in the know, uh. Couple days ago, I dipped into Mob Psycho 100. Uh, watched all of season one over the past couple of days. Really enjoyed it. Uh, really dug the art. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved the animation. Just loved watching. Uh, whenever Mob like loses his shit and goes 100, just mm-hmm. like the way that they, uh, I believe it's in the uh, the third episode it's like completely devoid and it's like just these sketches of mob and I don't know the power around that. I I love the way that they convey like psychic energy only because I read a lot of comics with like the X-Men and everything. And there's a shit ton of psychics all over the place. You're tripping over psychics and telekinetics and all these people with these energies. And I, I've never seen it like drawn in Mm. such a way. And I wish, I hope someone from Marvel sees this anime and they take from it and they just start fucking copying it because it was beautiful to watch. Um, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, I am, uh, unfortunately, I'm about halfway through season two and sorry to say, not loving it as much as I love season one. Mm. Thoughts? Have you seen any of season two? I started it when it first aired but i only i think i only made it a couple episodes in and i didn't i stopped for no good reason it it wasn't because i didn't enjoy it or anything i just i don't know fell off for whatever reason but i i mean that's interesting i i i you know always intended to watch you know to catch up with season two eventually but i i mean that's interesting that you're saying that i don't really have an opinion on season two but Hmm. Um, I remember hearing like really great things about it. So I'm surprised. I'm not hating it by any means. Mm. It's just, it's not holding my attention the way season one did. Mm. And I'm wondering if it's just because the focus has shifted away from mob more so. Mm. And 
they've expanded the world where I just, I was down for mob, you know? And I know they started like introducing uh, Ritsu, uh, Ritsu, his brother, once he got his powers and they started uh, showing more of the claw uh, foundation or organization and everything. I don't know, but I was just more into the mob story. Mm. So it might just be me not like giving it its full due, like not putting my full attention towards the screen like I should. But season one, I don't know. I was captivated and I feel like I'm giving it the same. Mm-hmm. I, Will you sure. finish season two? Yeah, I feel like I, I'll finish season two just so I can say that I've, I mean, it seems silly to watch a season and a half, mm. you know, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll finish it out. I'll finish the season. I'll see what, mm. how I feel. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't make any promises, but yeah, I would like to have, you know, maybe there's an interesting conversation there. If I can figure out a way to watch season two, um, by next week, maybe we can give more thoughts about it. Um, cause I would like to, you know, I watched season one and I liked it a lot. Um, word, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, I, I have a lot more experience with one punch man, which is his other series. Um, huh. the mob. Psycho. I didn't know you watched any of that. Well, or you read the manga. Yeah. So with one punch man, I watched season one and pretty much everyone loves one punch man season one. It became like a huge phenomenon at the time. And then season two came out and like, I think it changed studios or something. And like everyone hated the adaptation, like season two, like apparently it looked like shit. Um, so I never watched season two, but I picked up the manga. Like I haven't, I, I'm not like reading it regularly. I like read it in bursts, but I read pretty much all of, I don't even know where I am at this point, but I think I read all of what season two would be and, yeah, One Punch Man is is really a lot of fun, but it, it was interesting that you were saying that Mob Psycho season two, the focus falls off of Mob, and like, I feel that way about One Punch Man too. Like, mm. a lot of I think the last place I left off, like Saitama, the main character in that, like he's like, I mean, he's never really been like the focal point. He's always kind of this like, he's like the main character in a sense but there's this huge world around them so you know but okay i think mob, mob has always <laughs> seemed a little more compelling to me than than saitama but yeah I don't know. and i i want more mob i just i love him and i hate reagan uh he's a piece of shit i don't understand uh like so can you tell me like d- what's reagan's deal with his powers does he have powers like did he not uh, i never got that i'm not I don't know. I don't know. I well, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I, if they explore that, I, my my memory of season one is hazy at best. I do remember that he has mm. that one thing, like that one scene where he yeah does something like he. I so I don't know. Out of nowhere. I I mean like huh. I again like I said I'm more I've seen more and read more of One Punch Man, but I just know that the author who he goes by one, I don't know what his real name is, but he is like, I mean, he's like a memer, you know, he, it's, Mm. he takes it seriously, but in a kind of, um, in kind of a meme focused way where it's, there's like really serious things happening, but they're like 
ridiculous and it kind of is a big um like not middle finger but it's 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 a lot of like taking itself seriously to kind of like make fun of stuff of genre stuff so i don't i don't know it's hard to say but may uh, stuff like that like all i'm trying to say is like regan suddenly having powers it could just be like a joke or something I, i don't know Exactly. I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember okay. the, the details. Fair enough. A little teaser. Also, uh, last night started watching uh, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Ah, uh, okay. I yeah. I got to. I definitely got to do that because I've seen. I oh, Neon Genesis Evangelion is like been this fucking thing for for me the past couple of years where like. There's nothing I dislike about it at all, but I similar to, but more in depth to like the whole Gurren Lagan thing is like I always start it and I get like multiple <laughs> episodes in and then I just stop for no reason and then like I come back to it and I got to restart it again. So it's yeah. it's a whole nightmare and it's only like one little season. I got to just like I know get through I it. started last night and I was watching a couple episodes before bed. I was like, look, I'll just put it on. It's nice, not bad. I'll, I'll keep it on. Yeah, I know there's like four movies or something. Ah, god damn it! What? Ah, I also got to watch the Mob Psycho uh, Netflix adaptation, the live action one. I got to watch that. Oh. Put that on the list. I think I've seen, I've seen like little tidbits of that. We have to watch that. We have to watch the live action version of Ghost in the Shell. Oh, uh, that's for real. But uh, we we got a lot of stuff to watch. Guys, uh, thank you again for listening. Nathaniel, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Any uh, any other anime you wanted to share with our uh, valued listeners, our patrons, our uh, mm. our wastelanders? Uh, unfortunately not. Uh, all my attention this past week was just catching up with all that stuff. Okay. No, well, no time then- to devote to anything new. Good. Uh, as always, your attention and heart should be devoted to this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, next week, Danger Dom Escalvan and Nasty Nate Garofalo will be coming back at you with more anime hot takes, uh, more uh, DBZ uh, opinions and um, transitions. Uh, we got some Tokyo Revengers we're going to be talking about. We got some My Hero uh, Christmas for My Hero next week, I guess. Uh Maybe that means you should give me a present. I don't know. Question mark. We'll Hmm. see. Um, What else? Uh, To your eternity. We'll talk about all of that next week on Wasteland, an anime podcast. Bye. Later. Later.